Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Canada Watch would just like to welcome you to the Global Watch International Prayer Room for Friday, July 22nd, 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. And uh, we just want to welcome all the nations that are here with us tonight, this morning. Before we get started, though, we want to just pray for the Hearn Hut team and particularly for Fred and Sue, as they have a lot going on right now this week and also prep in the preparation for leaving. And so I'm just going to ask Kwak Ying if she would do that before we go into our time together. I just have a scripture, so I'm just going to read it. Romans 8, 26 to 28. Likewise, the Spirit will help in our weakness, weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, mm. to those who are called according to his purpose. So Lord, we know they are called. You know, this group is called to her for such a time as this. Mm. And we ask, Lord, that you will just stable their minds and their spirit right now. And uh, all the travel arrangements, everything else that will be taken care of, Lord, you will take care of them. So we just ask for a peaceful heart as they advance on this journey. And Lord, that what you put on their hearts will all be expressed and prayed for in your timing. And we declare that holy ground wherever they are, whether they be on in the bus, on the plane, on the road, everywhere their footstep, there is holy ground. And we declare, declare complete mm-hmm. safety and peace and joy for each one of them on this journey. And we declare that the will of the Lord will be done on this journey for both Hernhut and for this team from all nations. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Thank you, Joaquin. Uh, Now I just want to pass this on to Karen, who's our facilitator tonight. Take it away, Karen. Okay. Praise the, praise the Lord that he is with us. And we want to proclaim this space of time on this Zoom connection with one another as holy ground. We've prayed for divine protection over each connection that no one would lose the audio or the visual, that there would be full sound for each person, full visual for each person, that we would really step into the fullness of what the Lord has for us as part of the global family. So it's always a delight to join in and I'm just looking forward to sharing this time with you. Before we start into the primary focus though, Canada Watch needs to thank you, the nations, for praying with us, for coming alongside Canada for the last two months to pray for the battle for Canada 
that was held in Winnipeg, July 1st to the 3rd. And just want to, yeah, just want to emphasize that the location of Winnipeg was very strategic. Winnipeg is the heart of Canada, but it's also the, I should say, the center of Canada, and it's also the center of North America. So because of this, we really felt strongly that whatever the Lord released during the time of battle for Canada in Winnipeg, that it wasn't solely for Canada. It was as unto North America and into the nations. And so I want to update you about what things we observe because what was imparted to us is also imparted to you. During the whole week before the gathering, there is a lot of prayer. There were, there was like a great convergence of prayer streams coming from all over Canada that flowed into and many of them uniting in Winnipeg. And we really believe that this concerted effort of prayer brought the oneness that the Lord was looking for. And what we experienced in the battle for Canada during that event was the fruit of it. It was a time of open heaven. And specifically, I just wanna share what we saw, what we experienced, three primary things. We saw, we were in a stadium, and so there was a stage, but it was like the Lord was orchestrating and facilitating through the people who were on stage. Just his presence, both on the stage and on the field of the stadium. So what we experienced was the release of the fivefold ministry within the body, even on the field, happening simultaneously to what God was releasing and doing on the stage. It was a different experience than we've ever had at the gathering. It was quite profound after we got our head around it. The next thing that we saw was and participated in was the restoration of dance in the worship to God. And it's such a wonderful gift. There was, I think people felt, I can say we felt strengthened, strengthened in that expression of worship. There is certainly the release of freedom. There was joy that you could hear in the singing. And, and as a powerful expression, it, let me see, it exuded a powerful expression of love to the Lord and confidence in him. It certainly is a heavenly and formidable weapon against the Lord. The third thing that we saw, experienced, and felt in a way that we haven't felt at a gathering in Canada before, we felt the oneness that comes through the glory of God, that sense of family that that oneness brings in Christ and really in a profound way. I heard a recording from the primary leaders of Battle for Canada about a week later, and they must have used the word family. Just everyone who shared spoke about family and oneness. So I think that was really the, a 
key of what the Lord wanted to do in that time. And I really want from our hearts, from the hearts of Canada Watch, we really want to honor each one of you as brothers and sisters in Christ, but as also intercessors in your nations. And we want to speak out that what was imparted in Canada is also for you. And this is oneness in Christ. And this oneness in Christ, as it has been given to us, is also given to you. As representatives of the Ecclesia, Canada Watch declares our position of oneness in Christ and oneness with you, the nations. We want to bless you in the name of Jesus. And it is our honor to impart what the Lord imparted to us during the battle for Canada. The Lord knows each one of you by name, and he knows your nation. And in faith of Abba's goodness, we pray that you would now open your hearts and your hands. And in Jesus' name and for his glory, receive the good gifts that he has for each one of you and for your nation. And in Jesus' name, we say to you, receive freedom in Christ. In Jesus' name, we say, receive the oneness that comes from his glory. In Jesus' name, we say, receive the joy and bold confidence that comes, confidence in the Lord, that is within the restoration of dance in the expression of worship. And step into the joy of dancing as David danced. And we have a song that you just might want to dance to. <laughs> Yes, Jesus, we want to present ourselves as your sons and daughters and brothers and sisters one to one, one to another. And we want to say to you, Jesus, that we will follow. We will follow. We will rest when you say rest. We will walk when you say walk. We will be still when you say be still. And we will run when you say to run. And Abba, we thank you that you call us to to move with you, in you, together. And we, we give you this time to do exactly that, to move in and through us together, that it would really hit the mark of your heart this time, that you would be blessed, but that each one of us on the call will be blessed by your presence with us together. If any of you would like to do a praise to the Lord in response to the song, please feel free. Father, I thank you that the joy of the Lord, your joy, your delight in us, your pleasure in us, Lord, your pleasure in us, Father, is our strength, Father. I pray for each one, Father, that you uh, reveal yourself more and deeper. Lord, you gave everything for us. And I ask you to help us to lay everything down because you told me, Lord, that I need everything to give you everything. Father, this, the release of your fullness, the release of your glory coming over us and being in us and through us. 
for the fullness of who you are, for the fountain of life opening in us, that the I am that I am is in us and through us. Lord, I thank you so much for this, that you are our inheritance and that we are your inheritance, your great possession. I thank you so much. Where shall we go? You want to put all your joy, all your life, all what who you are in us, your image, your likeness. Father, I thank you so much that you have given us your son and I ask you to help us to receive him in full, that this really water of life can really flow out of us, that we are really shining like the stars in this world, that people will see you in and through us, Lord. I thank you for your great plan, Father, and I ask you to help each one of us to step right into it and to say, I want all, I want it all, Lord Father, that we really dance like David, that we say, it doesn't matter. You are all I want and you are all I need. I pray that in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. It's beautiful, Yuta. Okay. I just want to give some, just a brief orientation to our call. We are in the first week of the Straits of Tammuz and the third part of the turning. And like Sue has written for us about the time that we are in, she writes, we are in a war season. Understanding our role as watchmen is vital to prepare and ready ourselves for this season of war. This week, we are focusing on the individual call of the watchman. The two primary mandates are our personal intimacy with God and our identity in Christ. And during this call, we really want to involve everyone. And so we will be inter interspersing times of prayer after each one shares or, and or gives a testimony. So we'll be going back and forth from sharing slash testimony and then entering in a time of prayer specific to what the person has just released instead of saving it all for the end. We'll see how that works on this call. And I'm so pleased to introduce you to Corinne. Uh, one of the Canada Watchmen, and welcome, Crane. Thank you for sharing what the Lord has shown you. Thank you, Karen, and hello to everyone. Reading from a very familiar scripture as a starting point, Isaiah 40, verse 31, and it reads, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I'm quietly confident that I'm not the only one amongst the global watch community who has been walking and journeying through a protracted season of intense pruning that has come through hardship. Personally, this has meant a loss of regular income, homelessness, relational loss, amongst other uncomfortable experiences. I describe this as my spring season. I am by nature a Martha, a doer. During this protracted season of hardship, I've learned to lean into the Lord and wait on him. In doing so, I have developed traits of a Martha, a Martha of Bethany, gazing on the beauty of Jesus through his word, worship, prayer, and connecting with my faith community. My desire has and remains to abide in Christ, John 15. 
I am confident that through this protracted spring season of pruning is preparation for a cause that is yet to be revealed in fullness. Interestingly, at the beginning of this year, two women in my small home group shared that they were pregnant and both were due to give birth within a few weeks of each other. At the same time, I thought, what is the probability of being in a church where my home group has two pregnant women? I also had another friend who was due to give birth in the spring. In that same time frame, another friend announced she was pregnant with an expected delivery in October, November of this year. And surprisingly, I also found myself on many occasions as I went about my daily life with other women who were heavily pregnant. With all these references to pregnancy and birthing, I began to wonder if the Lord was trying to get my attention and that in the spiritual sphere, I was on the brink of experiencing a significant shift to a new season or a new era where I would see the full manifestation of promises that God has made to me personally. In fact, as mentioned on the recent Health Watch, which was held last week, Saturday, the Straits of Tammuz is compared to being in a birthing canal. I'm, I myself am positioning myself before the Lord with a huge expectation when I will shift from my Kronos season to a Kairos season. And as I wrap up today, I learned that one of the women in my small home group gave birth to a healthy baby girl yesterday, right in the midst of the Straits of Tammuz. So this year for me has been all about babies, birthing and pregnancy. And in terms of prayer, I would like to just focus on a scripture that I think is a very focal point in this era and will continue to be John 15 verses 3 and 4. And it says, you are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Without me, you can do nothing. Father God, I thank you for each person on this call. I pray, Father God, that you would teach us how to abide in Christ, mm. to remain, to live, to dwell, to be, to be united in Christ to remain in Christ, to live in Christ, to abound in Christ, because that is the seat of our authority, not in ourselves, not in our work, but because of our relationship with Christ, who saved us, who redeemed us, who sanctified us, consecrated us. Help us, Father God, to maintain a consistent walk with you through your son, Jesus, that we may be found in Christ, May this be our personal experience individually, and may we share this positioning with those who are in the wider body of Christ, that to remain in Christ is the best place, to abide, to live, to remain and united in Christ. This I ask in the name of your son. Amen. Over to you, Karen. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Corinne, for what you've shared. If I could have one or two people just continue praying in light of what Crane shared and imparted, and then we can go on to our first testimony. Maura, can I ask you to start? Thank you. Yes, Father, just thank you that you're teaching us how to be overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And to the point where we are learning to lay down our lives for the sake of your name and your kingdom. And Father, as Corinne has shared, Lord, I'm just really aware, God, of how so much of what gave her identity and entangles us, as was said in the introduction to the song, Lord, where we put things upon ourselves and entangle ourselves with how we think we should be or who mothers say we are. Father, we just want to just really give that all up, Lord, and exchange that for your blood. We are your blood-bought brothers and sisters. We are the children of God. We are the sons and daughters. And Lord, I believe that you're, you're the, well, the earth is groaning. That's what the scripture says mm -hmm. for the revealing of the mature sons and daughters. And so, Father, as we just come before you today, Father, we ask you, God, that you would just continue to grow us. Lord, as we just abide in you like that umbilical cord, that our nourishment, that our fuel, that our very life flow would come from you, Lord, that we would be able to just stay there as she he, she talked about Isaiah 40, wait upon you. You just wait upon you, Lord, and be renewed in our strength. So we thank you, God, for this testimony and how, Lord, it just really speaks of overcoming and just by abiding and becoming Mary's in your very presence. So we know you make a way for us, Jesus. You've made a way. And we again just affirm that and we just want to position ourselves rightly before you tonight in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Maura. Amen. Go ahead. I, would yes. I be, can I pray? Thank you. Heavenly Father, I want to praise and thank you. As my sister just said, this is the time of you being birthed in us to an ever deeper measure. And we know that the world is groaning. And Romans 8 says that the creation is groaning to bring forth the sons of God. And I just praise and thank you, Heavenly Father, that this is the season that you are bringing to birth the true sons of the Father. And this was your desire that you would bring so many sons to glory. And I want to call forth these sons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ into our full inheritance, into walking in the fullness of Christ, even as Paul travailed, that Christ will be formed in the people he was discipling. And so, Father, we thank you for this new birth of Christ 
deeply being is no longer I who live or each one of us who try to live our life, but that you, Lord Jesus, take up your rightful place and live and abide and in and through us into this hurting world, that we will be able to be entrusted with your supernatural power and divine authority as watchmen to a far greater measure. And for these ones who are being born in our sister's experience, Lord, that we call forth these ones to be birthed to life and maturity noble-hearted ones hundredfold ones lord who would live their lives lay down for you lord the teachers the evangelists the shepherds all that was being released ones who are being born in this hour will accomplish even as little tiny children um psalm 8 2 push back the avenger in their praises and, and that there would be a rebirth of the kingdom of God here on earth as this is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, Hillary. And now we want to welcome Shirley. And Shirley is going, she's going to share a testimony with us. And it addresses the second mandate of towards the individual watchman for each one of us and that's identity our identity in christ go ahead shirley thank you thank you yes i was one of the ladies that got to go to battle of canada so i join karen with thanks for all your prayers for us it was a pretty amazing time and I'm going to be very brief, but I had a God encounter there that that quite surprised me, actually, <laughs> because I actually understood what he was doing for a change. <laughs> yeah, one of the days they had, they offered prayer for anybody that wanted to go forward, and I didn't, the things that they mentioned, I didn't really resonate with, but Karen came, came up and said, I think we should all go forward for prayer. So we went and there were many people lined up and there was, it wasn't very organized in terms of knowing who was praying and who was, was waiting. But this lady came up to me and she said, are you, would you like to have prayer? And so I said, yes. And then I explained that I wasn't suffering from any of the things that were mentioned, but that I had felt I was stuck for uh, quite a while, weeks actually. And, uh, and so she just started to pray for me. And then she looked at me and she said, and she had this big smile on her face. She says, you're not stuck. You've got what the stuck people need so that they can be unstuck. And then she said, you're Teflon, nothing can stick to you. <laughs> and so so I kind of laughed with her and it was a confirmation of a conversation I'd had with Karen and Kathy the day before. And so for the rest of the time, I just pondered what God was doing. And then on the, we were waiting in the airport in Winnipeg to come back to the coast and 
I said to Karen, I think I have to ask God's forgiveness because I have not received the prophetic words that he's given me. And two, two of those words were um, very scary to me when I got them. I was a pretty new Christian, didn't know a heck of a lot, was having all kinds of Holy Spirit encounters, which uh, people didn't understand around me. And uh, so I was feeling very uh, visible and my pastor one time was, he was praying for me and he said that I see in you a gift, an intercessory gift like Reese Howells. I hadn't heard anything about Reese Howells. And so I went out and got a book about Reese Howells, read the book and ran because just the thought of having a gift like that was way too much for me to cope with. And then the second one was, that I would be called like one like John the Baptist. And I'd read about him. I didn't want that either. And I ran from that. And and then the third one I could receive, but I felt I didn't, I thought that God would just make it happen, that I didn't have to do anything. I just had to hang around and wait for it to come forth. And after I got back from Winnipeg, I just was praying and asking the Lord, and I said, how do you receive a word? I'm, I repented and I said, Lord, I'd like to receive those words that I ran from. And, and, but how do you receive a word? And the Lord led me to a teacher online who explained that for me.